0: Wildfire One, you're listening and watching. Here's New Sexy Entertainment, the podcast. This is episode 112, and we got month of movies, month of movies. And uh, you might not recognize this beautiful gentleman right next to me here, but you'll know his voice.
1: Hey Hi there, my name's Ice Cold, and I've been on, well, I've been here what once before with the uh, Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump, which was great a movie, force.
0: which was yeah, a movie. It was great movie, great movie, great movie. <laughs> But tonight we're talking about what?
1: Spaceballs,
0: my space man. Spaceballs. We're the Spaceballs. Yeah, we're talking about Spaceballs. In the month of movies, I think we got one more month of movies episode left, and it's the one I missed last week. So, Spaceballs. I watched it last night, because we planned on doing the podcast today. Let's see, Spaceballs came out when? What year did Spaceballs come out?
1: 1987.
0: 1987. Okay. That is a long time ago. Oh <laughs>
1: like, yeah.
0: I don't even remember how old I was a youngster in nineteen eighty I was like a even, baby. I
1: wasn't even born
0: in eighty <laughs> seven. Jesus Christ. Now I feel old. But anyway So you got you got Spaceball's nineteen eighty seven Mel a Mel Brooks movie. And this is, you know, Mel Brooks could do no wrong at this time. Like he was <laughs> comedic genius, great writer and of course if Mel Brooks is going to spoof anything at that time he's going to pick probably two of the biggest franchises you could ever think of Star Wars and Star Trek Mm -hmm. and he named the movie Spaceballs Before we get into that like, what do you remember mostly of Spaceballs?
1: uh, Personally I remember uh, the big fight scene towards the end but the one that comes to mind as soon as I think space balls was the desert scene.
0: Oh, oh yeah. We, we, we There's a story with that, too, because <laughs> oh, we were yeah. talking earlier, and out of nowhere I get a message from Ice Cold, and he says, We ain't found shit! And I was just thinking about that fucking scene, because that scene always made me laugh. And it's, that scene, actually, I remember being a kid watching it, and my dad laughing his ass off. Like, mm-hmm. so he still laughed his ass off at that scene, and I didn't get it. Because I was a kid, you know, I was an itty bitty little guy, and I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, ha ha, it's funny." My dad's laughing, I'm laughing. As an adult watching it, they're doing that little, that little like, every, they're, they're little combing comb. the desert. Yeah, they're combing they're the desert. They're
1: combing the desert, looking for something.
0: <laughs> Sir, you think we're being too literal? No, we're following orders. Love it, <laughs> love it. So that is, yeah, the one of the best scenes in the movie. There's a that whole movie is a best scene, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, let's start off with the actors, okay? You have one of my personal favorite actors, Rick Moranis. Like, Rick Moranis is can, is an amazing actor. Uh, you have uh, John Candy, a fucking god of comedy. John Candy was like, you know, another guy who could do no wrong. He acted one way, but he acted good. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have Mel Brooks. And I'm just naming the three names. And this is what's funny. On the cover of the movie, it just, despite, like, who's the hero, it just has those three characters. Mm-hmm. And two of them are villains, and then John Candy's just sitting there like, like, like I'm looking at him I'm like, why the fuck is he with the villains?
1: I never thought of it now that you, uh, you know, bring that up.
0: But those were the three names that were big at the time. Mm-hmm. You know. John Candy, Rick Moranis, and Mel Brooks. Those were the big the big names. Those were the, honestly, I think those were the people they thought were going to have them come in to see the movie.
1: Oh, but well, if, now, now you can probably add another big name to that list, too. Give us some of the
0: names of the actors and who they play.
1: Alright, so there's uh, Bill Pullman that played Lone Star.
0: Where would we know Bill Pullman now?
1: Independence Day. As Independence
0: as as Day! Thank you! He was the frickin' president!
1: Uh, he also did Battle of the Sexes a few years ago.
0: Yeah, Bill Bill Pullman's a good actor. He really yeah. is.
1: Well, know. I I remember him by Torchwood. Well, that's a whole different topic.
0: You said Torchwood? <laughs> yeah. He was, was Oswald. Oh no shit! You're right. He was. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. So okay, and then, and then the and then the female lead Princess Daphne Zaniga. Daphne Zaniga, Daphne Zaniga, who was uh you know like. Honestly, kind of one of those those actresses that was kind of like, you know she was in a few shows, right? we We mentioned that earlier yeah, off the yeah. podcast. yeah,
1: she she was also in One Tree Hill.
0: Yeah. So
1: I mean, uh, that, that's the only other place I know her. So I just...
0: <laughs> really pretty woman, really beautiful oh, woman too. Hell like, yeah. she looked amazing in the movie. I, I couldn't get over. Her. like I kept going to myself like, man, I'd fuck her now.
1: God, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd say
0: it's thing. She was born in 1962. She's gorgeous. And to, today she's like, dear God, she's gorgeous. Like even you know, even in the, in the Spaceballs movie, she was gorgeous. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Um, and of course, you know, let's see, who do, I feel like we're missing some? We're missing some people here. Oh, uh, John Hurt's in it. Well, yeah. You know, what's who? John Hurt play?
1: John Hurt. That was his character's name. Oh, God. Uh, he's the one that had the uh, alien rip out of his Okay, stomach. that's
0: what I was thinking you were thinking. Yeah, so, yeah, he was literally playing himself, spoofing oh the movie, no, the movie Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that scene. Oh, my God, we'll get to that scene. <laughs> Mel Brooks, you're a fucking genius. I'm serious. Like, I wish I could have thought of this shit, like, beforehand. <laughs> like I said, it feels like we're missing somebody. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. Of course. The original the man of a, you A thousand, thousand voices, a thousand sounds. I've lost the creeps, the sweeps, and the pitch the creeps or whatever. The beeps, the, the sweeps creeps, and the creeps. Sweeps, sweeps. Yeah, and he's like there's like the what and the what the what? And I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> now okay, we'll go ahead and start we'll start talking about the, yeah, movie. the opening scene with the the the, the words are going off the screen up the screen much like Star Wars mm-hmm. you know it's like chapter 11 or it says that, you know <laughs> and that's hilarious and it's like much unbeknownst to them but beknowns to us and and stuff like that I thought that was hilarious there's a little winks at the audience like haha we're making fun of Star mm-hmm. Wars Oh you know? well,
1: buckle in you're going to enjoy this shit.
0: and then and then as it goes up the little thing fades in I don't know if you remember this but it fades in and it says if you can read this you don't need glasses. Yeah. <laughs> J- joke's on you. I could read it and I still need glasses. But it was it was very funny because it was like it was a little further up the screen, right? It wasn't real far, but it was and then from there it goes to the ship. The giant fucking ship. And of course that is a big ass that's a big ass poke. It's the first Star Wars because the first Star Destroyer it went by the ship. And this ship it's just like you hear that music. It's like a very jawsy kind of music. As it go- it goes by the ship it just doesn't seem like it's gonna stop. And then finally it stops you see the like the thrusters on the ship and in the back it says we break for no one it's a fucking bumper sticker that's great and The basic premise is that the Spaceballs planet has no air they have squandered their air they have no air they fucked up the the uh, president Scroob played by and it's funny it's funny because every name like is something like like one of the guys the colonel on the ship is called Colonel Sanders I never got that until I watched it recently I was like present screw played by none other by uh, but like uh, Mel Brooks you know uh, is trying they're basically trying to steal it from other planets and keep it on the down low so no one will know the first scene on the the, like the helm of the ship or the the, you know yeah the helm yeah the helm of the ship where where they introduce Rick Moranis' character dark (laughs) helmet
1: and what does it look like? A penis. <laughs> exactly, because he's the biggest dick there. There's
0: well, this whole movie is just dicks and asses, and well, I was just telling Ice Cold how, how like immature it is. But it's that's the beauty. It, that's Mel yeah, Brooks' joke. Just, that's geez. how Mick Mal Brooks does things. Rick Moranis' character, dark, dark helmet, walks down like this long ass area, and everyone's scared of him, like overreacting, doing these like reaction faces, like. Like the faces are all scared and their eyes are all big, yeah. you know, kind of like, oh no, he's he, he's a badass, he's gonna fuck us up. And finally, he gets to this close up of of dark helmet, and you hear him breathing, kind of like, you know, the, oh. yeah, but, but, but then like, you know, like it sounds like he's just horribly having a hard time breathing. So he puts the helmet up and he goes, I can barely breathe in this thing, or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It just breaks character. It's fucking great. And the best thing about Dark Helmet, I don't know if you noticed this. I know a lot of people did, but I don't know if you remember this or not. But every time he put his helmet on, he spoke with like a British, like a kind of like a British twang. Oh claim.
1: my god! Like, yes, he
0: does. <laughs> and it's like he's he's like he's like being an evil character, and it's fucking great. Like he's like trying to hide who truly he truly is. And that first scene is iconic for a few reasons. Because one, you first get to meet. Colonel Sanders, and and Lord Helmet, and uh, the, and there's a the scene where you get to see him use his power, and mm-hmm. and uh, one of the one of the guys literally went over his helmet. I'm using air quotes for those of you who can't see. As in, told someone who he wasn't supposed to tell something before, before Lord Helmet, mm-hmm. and he goes, "No, no, not that, not that." And then Lord Helmet goes, "It puts his helmet on. He goes, yes, that.' And he's got that fucking accent." <laughs> and he's and we're thinking like oh he's going to get choked cuz the guys doing this. He's he's <laughs> on his throat. And he aims the fucking ring at the dude's testicles and like shoots him right in the dick. <laughs> and it'll just look so painful.
1: Well, yeah, you imagine having a laser which not only does it look cool, it also has a lot of fucking heat scientifically. It's going cool I mean, granted, it will, you know, laser your balls off. But at least it will, you know, cauterize it.
0: Well, it'll cauterize it. and it, I guarantee you that guy had no genital hair. Oh. Thanks, Lord. So Does that,
1: is that, is that uh, mean that he went Brazilian?
0: Oh, yeah, he went Brazilian before it was cool. Thanks, Dark Helmet. <laughs> That's the first scene. Do you remember this the scene afterwards, the the marriage scene? Vespa nope. getting married to Prince Valium. Prince Valium, Valium. <laughs> which I still,
1: to this day, I find his name fucking hilarious. Well, considering his
0: character, it's fucking hilarious.
1: Well, well... Uh, his uh, the guy that plays his character. Um, oh God! Uh, Jim very f- Bullock.
0: Very familiar face, yeah.
1: Which I I found funny that he was uh, supposed to get married to Prin- Princess Vespa. Because mm-hmm. um, nowadays he's in a bunch of uh, interesting pictures. What do you mean by interesting pictures? Uh, he was in uh, you know Bold and Beautiful. <laughs> okay. He was in an episode of Glee. Um. Oh wow, he was actually in uh, Ned's Declassified as well. Okay. Yeah. Honestly,
0: except for the hair, the wig they had him wearing, like I've seen him act in other movies and shows, he's actually a very attractive uh, fella. He's actually a very, very, uh, he's a very yeah. handsome fella, and <laughs> so it's, it was interesting. So the wig was hilarious. He was wearing this like very like Prince Valiant, you know, like uh, default NPC kind of like char- yeah, princey yeah. character hair and it was it was fucking ridiculous but it Valium which his his character was very sleepy every time you saw him he was really tired he was either taking a nap or you know half awake and yawning and it, they, they definitely chose like a really funny character to go with that name oh yeah so the the, the the wedding scene it's it's literally what her and her dad she obviously Vespa princess Vespa doesn't want to marry Prince Valium oh. <laughs> Who would? <laughs> not, no, yeah, not at all. Like she does, she is not into this guy. Um, so long story short, with that scene, they she literally, yeah, she literally, literally blow. They, bl- she blows that popsicle stand. We were missing one of the actress actresses. We were missing Dot Matrix. Do you remember who played oh, Dot Matrix?
1: Joan Rivers. Joan
0: Rivers. That's who I was trying to think of. Joan yeah. Rivers played Dot Matrix. <laughs> so her then Dot Matrix is her. Her equivalent of C-3PO. C-3. Yeah. So literally literally, they put Joan Rivers in a suit. I'm assuming it could have been another actress. In a suit with like with like well, skates on. Joan Rivers on.
1: was just the voice. Oh, um, oh okay. Yep. Lorraine uh, Jansen
0: was the person that was in the, the suit. suit. Okay. That's cool. Well, it was very well choreographed. Between oh, the two it then. was. Because I believed it was her in a suit. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but they literally put this gal in a suit and and she was in skates. <laughs> so you move forward, she's she she gets out of there. She gets in this like really cool-looking space car kind little, of thing. Little cor- yeah, yeah, like a little Yeah, space corvette. Yeah, so and she takes off and and flies away and um uh, uh I think it goes to the scene where where uh Colonel Sanders and Dark Helmet realize that 'Cause they're they're going there to steal the air, no matter what. I think they had a plan to mm-hmm. they had a plan to uh kidnap the princess to begin with. She just made it easier Yeah, kidnap
1: the princess to get the codes to
0: open up the air
1: I, air bubble. yeah, the
0: air bubble, but they called it some air shield or something like that.
1: Yeah. Something fancy for the ages. So
0: she's in space and uh I, you know, I don't even know how the hell the king knew that the space balls were after her.
1: Now that you mention it, I they they probably sent them a uh, a message or something.
0: I don't remember. I don't know because all of a sudden they're contacting Lone Star about two minutes before that call happens. Pizza the Hut. Oh God. Pizza and Pizza Hut is played by no other than. Come on, I know you know this, Dom uh, DeLuise. Dom
1: DeLuise.
0: Dom De- There were a lot of names in this movie that were big at the time that, like, no one, I don't think some people didn't even realize Dom DeLuise did this. His bodyguard's like a robot, and I always remember that twitch he has. He's like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, he's talking and he does this, and, and they do that robotic sound, and when he does it, so, so it's, 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 it's basically the story is, is that they owe Pizza the Hut a shit ton of money. A million space bucks. Well, I wonder
1: where they got that idea from.
0: Yeah. Originally it was 100,000 space bucks, but Pizza the Hut fucked them. <laughs> but one of my favorite parts of that is like his uh his assistant starts eating him. He's like, "Oh, you're delicious." <laughs> <laughs> he's God, He's eating a piece of fucking pepperoni, and he just t- he's like, "You're delicious." That we that there there's your plot device right there. They need money. King Roland? King yeah. Roland? I some I think it might have been Roland. Correct us if we're wrong, nerds. Uh, but he called and he's like, Hey guys, you got, you got to save my daughter. And da, 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 and he starts kind of bragging about that little space Corvette. Like he got it from his cousin. And mm-hmm. then they tell him, okay, well, it's going to cost you, you know, cause it's space you're, you're going, we're, we're going up against space balls and they don't really like us to begin with. So it's going to be 1 million space bucks.
1: <laughs>
0: so he just, he's, you know, the King, King Roland's like, fuck, I don't know if I, I don't want to do that. And, yeah. and then John Canney's character of course uh who plays Barf uh, his name's his character's name is Barf and he's a mog part man a part mog. Dog.
1: dog I'm my own best friend
0: <laughs> I love when he tells them that but anyway so they agree and d- despite whatever and then the king tells them if you can save the car like no fucks given save the car and there's a lot of like cuz it's 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 a it's it's planet Dru- Druidia. Like they're Drew they're yeah. Druish. There's a lot of Jew jokes. The
1: druids or Yeah,
0: there are a lot of Jew jokes and at one point I think he I think even Lone Star says that's all I need. Or a Drew a Druish princess. Yeah. And then of course Barf uh, John Candy goes, Funny. She doesn't look Druish and I thought it was fucking druish. hilarious. Yeah. So but that that's later on. Anyway, I mean, see funny. that big ass uh Big ass star destroyer kind of ship, and mm-hmm. it's basically got that little car in a a uh, tractor beam, more or less. They called it something else,
1: and uh, I can't remember what they called it.
0: Another iconic scene coming up. <laughs> they decide they they yeah, Lone Star and Barf are literally arguing. Like Barf wants to leave. He's he's ready to go. He's like, no, nah, we're not well, doing this. Yeah, he, this he's is the opposite of you know, Star Wars Of Chewie. Of Chewie, yeah, he's supposed to be Chewbacca. He's like, how are we gonna do it? We're never gonna get past that. like, yeah we are, no we're not, yeah we are. And so they go back and forth and he goes, we're gonna jam their sensors or the radar, jam the radar.
1: Jam the, yeah, radar. And in the
0: true Mel Brooks fashion, (laughs) he shoots a, (laughs) he shoots a fucking bottle of jam at the radar and I, I, they had to have slowed this down because they mimicked it in space. So you see his giant bottle of jam go into like this this <clears throat> radar dish, and it just yeah, breaks radar and gets everywhere, and it, everything's kind of floating. It's kind of cool looking, and this is where Michael Winslow comes in. <clears throat> I'm trying. Oh, well, actually, before that, the whole asshole scene happened. Helmet tells him to fire at that li- at that little Corvette ship, right? And uh, mm-hmm. they're firing. He goes. He goes. Fire across her nose. He goes. I told you to fire I'm across sure, the I'm nose, doing
1: my best.
0: not up it. And this guy like turns around, puts his helmet up, and looks yeah, at me. He's, he's cross-eyed, crazy. like like super cross-eyed. And he goes, "Who made that man a gunner?" And he goes, Alright, and here he I did." My and dude. it's another dude with a cross-eyed. He goes, says, says, who are you?" That's my cousin, Major asshole. My cousin. Like cousin. Ma- major asshole. asshole How many assholes do I got on board this ship? Yo, <laughs> like in, half in the, the, the
1: entire. The entire bridge. No, it was, it was like it was off.
0: like it was like three people didn't raise their hands.
1: I knew I was surrounded by assholes.
0: Boom, I, assholes. I knew it. I was sorry. yeah. <laughs> he gets in the character. Keep firing, assholes. So and then the jam set, The jamming sequence happens, and uh, you got Michael Lin- Winslow, Lins-wo, Winslow, Winslow. Um, he's doing his thing. I lost the the beeps. The sweeps and the creeps, and he just, oh, it's, it's funny. The what, the what, and the what? It you was know, a little. Yeah, and he makes a noise, and he does another noise, and it's just in the. And then, of course, at that point, like they're in the middle of a dialogue between those three, and then a bunch of jam goes down the screen, and he says, We appear to be jammed. Jammed. <laughs> and Dark Helmet does like this thing on the screen where he wipes it off and licks it, and he goes, yeah. Raspberry. And only one man would would dare give me raspberry, Lone Star. Oh, so good! It's and it, so they they rescue the princess, and then another iconic scene coming up: ludicrous speed. <laughs> they save the princess. It's obvious that the princess and the captain, uh, uh, Lone Star, don't get along. From, from mm-hmm. the very beginning, there's, like, they're arguing. Jango, yeah. They don't see what each other looks like. They're just assuming they look like a certain way. And they're just arguing back and forth. You know, like, you know, and, and she wouldn't leave all without all her luggage. Exactly. And she wouldn't leave without her luggage, and poor John Candy had to carry her fucking luggage on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> they do this, this jump jet sequence where they do these, like, special uh, thrusters appear, and they go into, like, what, what looks like light speed from straight out of... Uh, straight out of Star Wars and so here you go you got you got him going light speed and there and uh Colonel Sanders looks at Dark Helmet and goes okay we're going to, we're going straight to light speed and he goes no Dark Helmet goes no light speed's too slow we need to go to ludicrous speed and he goes that's too fast we can't do that the ship can't handle it he basically orders him to do it. You speed. So he's so everyone buckles in. He buckles in. Everyone, fasten your seatbelts. Close the five ring circus, and he's on the radio, like just telling (laughs) everyone to do all this ridiculous shit. Dark Helmet grabs the 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 like the comm or whatever, and he just goes, "Screw this! Ludicrous speed, go!"
1: (laughs) No, no, no! Before before he says that though, uh, Colonel Sanders says, "Sir, shouldn't you buckle up?" Then he grabs it and says, Buckle, Buckle this! In. Yes! You know, they go right past, you know, our
0: heroes. Right past Lone Star. <laughs> well, they go... They went plaid!
1: They went to plaid! It was so great. They just... They overshot They him. overshot him.
0: And I think they said, like, by a week and a half, is what they said. Yeah. So, but they overshot him, and it goes, it goes like, Derek so Rick Moran is holding on to, like, the, the, the ship, and he's... He's like straight up like supermaning it, holding on because they're going so fast. They he goes, cut the, they got the power. All of a sudden, he just shoots right forward. Yeah, he shoots. For, on goes it goes into like goes into like this panel, and his big ass den and his penis helmet. And he's like, "Did we stop? Uh, goes, yes, sir. Uh, that's good.
1: Got he goes.
0: Him. He goes. How about we take a five minute break? Okay, sir. And he goes smoke if you got him and passes and he goes, out
1: straight out. Passes.
0: Great, great scene, and then of course it goes to Lone Star and, and that group, where they're in the uh, they're in their sh- that. The funny thing is, is their, Lone Star ship is a Winnebago with wings. <laughs> I, I mean, I should have mentioned it, this it, earlier. It's, it's an old rust bucket. It's an oh, old man. Winnebago with wings, and it outran, it outran, it outran this big ass ship. Anyway. So they ran out of gas doing that 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 cyperjet thing, that jump jet thing. So they land on this desert planet. It's, it is exactly what you think it is. They land on a desert planet. Basically they have to they have to go the go they have an argument over her her luggage and uh end up passing out water, H two O water And then of course John Candy's got his tongue hanging out, his character and uh you know, uh, Dot matrix is oil, and of course, President the Princess is saying room service. I mean, you can't have sand without sand people. You know, if you're gonna talk about do Star Star Wars spoof, and I, th- these characters didn't even really have like they're sand people in or Jawas in in the Star Wars lore, but these these guys didn't have like really a a, a name. I don't know that they pass out. You're ding 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 ding. ding. Dink dink. And it's a bunch of guys, like little, little, little guys, like Jawa size. Uh, if they're called Dinks, yeah, that's how they spoke too. Everything they said was dink dink dink. dink. dink, 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 dink. So they're singing and they're going along and they see this and they, they give them water and oil and everything they need. And they're bringing up. so they, they they bring them to shelter, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in comes Mel Brooks' second character, Yogurt.
1: <laughs> and they
0: do this very Wizard of Ozzy when they bring him up. <laughs> They're walking down
1: with the big curtain. Yeah.
0: Well, no, there was no curtain. It, he just memory oh, walks no. out of a. He walks out of the statue. But he. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's. But they, they're, they're scared walking up because there's fire coming out. They're making it very, very much like the Wizard of Oz, and, um, and uh, he, who dares enter the the, the great in power, whatever, the great, in, the no, uh, the everlasting know it all yogurt, mm-hmm. and they go, yogurt. And then he walks out, you heard of me? You know, he's got he's got Who hasn't heard
1: of Yogurt?
0: Yogurt the Wise. Yogurt the Magnificent. Yeah. And he goes, no. I'm just
1: plain Yogurt.
0: I'm just plain Yogurt. And it's hilarious, especially the point where they're like, what are you doing here? Merchandising! Merchandising! (laughs) And I, I didn't notice this. Watch this again, Okay. You remember the comic book? He said spa because he's like he's showing them all the stuff they're merchandising. It's space. We put the name, the product name, on everything. One of the things he shows the the comic book, right? It is a Transformers comic book. <laughs> I shit you not, that is Optimus Prime on the fucking cover. I even <laughs> paused it to look at it, and I'm like, what? I'm like that is hilarious because they even later on they mentioned Transformers. And he's merchandising, merchandising, you know. And he's talking about Spaceballs the Dead. If you you notice, if you ever notice, if you ever look at, like, YouTube and people talk about Spaceballs, it's always Spaceballs the blank. And this is where that comes from. Spaceballs the magazine or the the comic book. Spaceballs the the cereal. Spaceballs the flamethrower. And it was just beautiful. He's like, the kids love this. And it even says on the flamethrower, a kid's toy or something like that.
1: Because what kid wouldn't want to you know, I w- set shit on fire?
0: I would love a flamethrower at ten years old.
1: Oh, you, oh, you can buy a small little flamethrower that can actually shoot fire for kids.
0: Good to know. If I ever have children, <laughs> oh, here you go gosh. a little wild. Go, go be an arsonist. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so we get to this scene, and and yogurt is they're they're talking about like you know like I. He mentioned this. Or he mentions this earlier. I just got I got ahead of myself because I got excited. But he mentions like I. Have the, he's like you're. Yes, I'm the. I I have the almighty power. Power and one of them goes the force. He says no, the Schwartz. And he shows this fucking ring with a big S on it in like I don't know, diamonds or some sort of gem. Yeah. And it's all like shiny and beautiful. Like they over they overplayed it. So we get a little backstory. We got a little backstory in the actual uh, a little earlier, with Vespa and uh, uh, Lone Star. Lone Star mm-hmm. showed Vespa his his medallion. You remember, this was much earlier in the desert before they passed out. Yeah. And he explains that he explains that he uh, he's an orphan. He was brought up by a bunch of mutes, and and um, and th- he has this thing in like a weird language that he no one can translate. He's brought it to all the wise men. And it's this medallion and it's around his neck. Well anyway, he sees he sees yogurt and he tries to get him to uh, to
1: translate it. To
0: translate it, to decipher it. And the yogurt looks at it and
1: goes,
0: ha And he's like, Oh, you can read it? He goes, No, I'm
1: clearing no, my throat.
0: No, I'm just clearing my throat out <laughs> So after that that point they start doing their Schwartz training. Like and there's no reason for this. There's just, it just there's just no reason. Like it doesn't like it just and as a, ki- as a kid watching this, I just accepted it. I think a lot of us did. Like, there was no reason. Like, why is he training him in the Schwartz? Like, why? He's He never, they never mentioned anything about him being, like, a, dis- a disciple or anything like that. He just. Yeah, he,
1: they just go ahead and straight up do it.
0: Yeah, it's just plot device at this point. So, so he he's doing this thing. He's pointing at this that giant statue that we mentioned earlier. And he's he's like, how am I supposed to live that giant statue with this little ring? The, the statue's lifting. And here comes fucking Barf. Oh, boss, how are you doing that? That's super cool. And it distracts him, and it lands on his foot. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> ah! Ah! And then, like, fucking Yogurt's like, give me, the, give me the ring. And he does some magic words that are fucking ridiculous. Yeah,
1: it, it, the, the foot is just straight up.
0: Yeah, and, then, and the, he gets it off, and his foot's flat, and he's walking around like it's... Like it's a flipper flat. It's so big, and he's like, ah, you know, like John Candy's just ah screaming like bloody murder. He's looking back at Lone Star like, fuck you! Why'd you do this to me? And walks off. I'll let you tell the next part because the next, you know, the next, the next big part about the part where they're combing the desert, right?
1: So they comb desert, and just like in Star Wars, they're looking for traces of whatever. Yeah. Uh, specifically, you know, in Star Wars Look for Droids. And here they're looking, so they're looking for Vespa or anything. I can hint towards her.
0: Yeah. They were told by President Scrooge to comb, comb the desert.
1: desert. So, in Spaceballs fashion, they have several men with actual freaking combs. Oversized combs. Desert. Do you find anything yet? No, sir. No, sir. Go over to one other side. You know, two people using small, yeah, smaller combs. Do you find anything yet? No sir, and they come over to the last little one. Uh, they actually describe it in you know stuff as a Afro comb
0: or or, or a perm comb, I guess. A you perm can call comb,
1: it. whatever. Um, but um, did you did you find anything yet?
0: We ain't found shit. <laughs> it's yeah, fucking now, hilarious. Now,
1: fun fact. Wow. Could you think of you're just think of that guy's face that said, we ain't found shit? Could you place him into another, let's say, sci-fi type of uh, story.
0: I couldn't till like thirty minutes ago.
1: To so about thirty minutes ago. And well, let's
0: people? tell this story. You blew my mind when you said this. Oh yeah. So, I was telling so, him. I was telling him. I was like, I wonder if that is one of the singer that got the lead singer, like the singers that did the Spaceballs theme. It, it's not. They, it's they not completely. It's no, not. But I'm they... glad we found this because go go for it. <laughs> so, go so, for so, it. So the, the guy
1: that you know says we ain't found shit. Is Tim? I think it was Tim Russ, and he you guys don't is know that a, name. You will. He is a big Trekkie. He appeared on Star Trek Voyager as
0: Tuvok. Tuvok, no, none other than Tuvok, Tuvok himself, yet. the Vulcan, and and probably one of my favorite else? characters from from Voyager. Here's
1: something else. Do you know who he screen tested before he played as Tuvok? Think uh I think it was generations. Uh went by lieutenant in the first season. Then by the time it ended up as Lieutenant Commander. Are you
0: talking about are you talking about Wharf? Nope. LaForge. Oh, he was gonna be LaForge. He,
1: he, he was to... gonna be Forge, but it didn't work out, so he landed as Tuvok.
0: Okay. Well he did an amazing Tuvok. The voice oh, yeah, The actor's amazing. And again, the, again, this was this was one show spoofing two shows and one of them happened to be Star Trek and, and later I, on this, this guy that says Tim we ain't Rivers found shit a, a,
1: he, he is a tome of Vulcan knowledge
0: later on this guy that said we ain't found shit in, in a sci-fi spoof of two different sci-fi shows well probably more than that a lot more than that but oh, it, yeah. mostly two different sci-fi shows ends up being one of the most like well known Vulcans
1: oh hell yeah no, no, no! Wild space right here. Like, oh my God! You think someone gave him a big ass? What he t-
0: when he told me, I had a boner. Okay.
1: I can see that thing from where you're sitting.
0: It was beautiful. Like I, he said that, and it was like, it was like all, it was like the world shifted. Like everything was in place. Like, like all the planets were aligned. Like everything just made sense. And it's so fucking awesome that that guy played. The fella who says, We ain't found shit. Oh,
1: when I found that, I was like, No, there's no way he'll get a fucking kick out of this. So,
0: some nerd facts for you guys. That's fucking mm-hmm. amazing. And he found that. He, f- I, I, I did, I can't take credit for that. That was fucking, am- I, I wish I knew that. I did. And So we all <laughs> learned. So if you guys didn't know that, we all learned something today. All of us. Oh, hell yeah. And those of you who did, you get a golf clap. Because, goddamn. damn. They're combing the desert. Fast forward, they accidentally find uh, Yogurt's lair, you want to say, and mm-hmm. uh, and there's a big why on it. Like he's like, it, it, the dark helmet says something along the lines of, "I felt a person since I have that I haven't felt no, you know, Star Wars fashion." Yeah, and uh, literally, literally, they're like, they they uh, was it? I think Colonel Sanders dusts off and says, "Look, sir, a why. He goes yogurts i hate yogurt even with strawberries he's all they're probably in there and he's and uh uh colonel sanders goes "Whoa, well, let's go in and get him he says no i can't i can't go in there and he goes there's an upset he's he got the upside i got the downside he's talking about there's two <laughs> sides of every schwartz you know almost like the the dark side and the, the light side of the yeah force.
1: he's got the better side <laughs> i'm like what
0: the fuck even to this day, I hear that scene, and I'm like, that explains nothing.
1: And, and what, what's another name for you know a particular part of body?
0: I've never heard it called a Schwartz before.
1: I have back in freaking middle school. Okay, I went, to, I went to private middle school.
0: I always but, thought Schwartz uh, were like were like uh, like a genital warts thing. I've never heard of Schwartz <laughs> being called like a dick, but this movie makes you believe it. So, <laughs> um, so. What he does is what he do, they they basically come up with a plan to get Princess Vespa to get out of there. So what he, what, what does he do? He change, he makes himself look like her father, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I think one of the best parts of that scene was like he'll go she walks out and he's like, "Yes, I'm your father." Would I lie? And he does this Would eye I lie? roll. He does this eye roll like, you know, like when I it's it's just how he did it. So she goes to him and like that that robot follows her, the C3PO wannabe uh, Dot Matrix follows her and is like, "No, don't go to him," and she gets captured.
1: Sure.
0: But like, I know that I know that they the Dink Dink guys tell them like they got the princess and they're like, "Dink Dink 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 Dink." That just it's a bunch of them doing that. And it I mean it's literally like in the the, the, the cadence of they captured the princess. Dink 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 And it was like, what are they saying? yogurt gives him gas and a fortune cookie. You wondering what it? You wondering what it was about? Yeah,
1: I'm trying, trying. To I'll, I'll get to
0: that. I'll get to that. The the fortune cookie is basically the end of the movie. He gives them some gas, and they get to go. and They're going to go save the princess. Because I know there's some other scenes that we skipped that, like uh, like the the beaming down of you know of, of um, President Scroob when they when they beamed him down and his head was on backwards. Why didn't I someone tell me my ass was this big? You know, and so and then there's like that little wink, like oh now we're making fun of Star Trek. Ha, ha, ha. So you know they do it a few times. They go to Save the Princess. They go to Spaceball City.
1: Actually, I think it was a little bit before the Desert City. We we kind of skipped ahead of this. Uh, This is now. Where they're all crowded around and they actually pull out a VHS. Oh, yes,
0: yes, yes. Oh, now, now? No, no. When? We just missed it.
1: Now is then. Then
0: is now. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. Because we got to talk. I'm glad you mentioned that because I did want to bring it up. They, there, there's a part where they're trying to find where the ship went mm-hmm. because they, they overshot him and lost him. So he goes, uh, Colonel Sanders tells one of the guys, bring up bring up uh, Spaceballs, the movie. And he goes through these VHS things, and he find and, and they're looking through it, and it's like all of, I don't know if you noticed, but these were all of, like, Mel Brooks' movies. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> anyway, so uh, Dark Helmet's talking to Colonel Sanders. He's like, how is that, how... How can we be? How's that possible when we're making the movie now? And he goes, "Well, there's been breakthroughs in VHS. In those of you who are probably too old, too young to know what a VHS is, it's a cassette tape that you watch the movie on in a VCR. And if you don't know what a VCR is, I'm not explaining. It's a DVD before DVDs, DVD players were created. You have the internet. I'm not explaining further. They they watch Spaceballs the movie as it's being made and they're fast forwarding." And they get to the point where they do the ludicrous speed scene, and and fucking you can tell that like, Rick Moranis is getting, a yeah, dark helmet's getting embarrassed. He's like, skip through this, uh, pass all this, skip yeah. all. And they go through all of it, and they get to the point where they're at now. Now. And you can see him on the screen. You can see them look at. They look back, and they, you know both of them look back and look at the camera, and then look back at the at the screen. And there's a there's a really cool, like who's on first kind of joke there. I'm not even going to try and mimic it because I, I'll just I, fuck I, it up. I,
1: I won't either. It's but a, it was. It's going to butcher But it. it
0: starts out with like, um, what are we looking at? We're looking at now. We're
1: looking at now.
0: And he goes, well, what do you mean now? He says, what you're looking at is us in the now. He says, well, what happened then? Well, we skipped it. Would win just now. <laughs> I'm just gonna. It I'm just gonna leave breaks. it at that.
1: It just breaks. And it
0: goes on and on. And one of the things I like about this movie is it breaks the fourth wall so much. Oh, yes, it does. But that's again tro- true Mel Brooks fashion. So they go to Spaceball City, and then of course, of course, they they land. They they land their little Winnebago, the piece of shit, in a little area, and then one of one of the Spaceball guards goes like. See that sign no parking, you know? <laughs> and here here comes Barf and he, he just flips one of them off like making a face and then like oh we're going to kick your ass and they go in there and they get their ass kicked and they and in a true
1: they they end up in their suits. Yeah, they end
0: up in their their suits kind of much like Star Wars. Star, yeah. And um, they they go about and what's funny is I found like maybe the the way to get into the like the way to unlock doors, you see you remember that? It's a giant key. Oh yeah. <laughs> they just push it against the wall finally <laughs> get to this detention center and they and of course you got you got Vespa singing, Nobody knows the trouble I the see
1: trouble in that real
0: deep yeah. voice. Barf even goes, Huh, she's a bass <laughs> <laughs> She's like, What are you doing here? and to take off their fucking, you know, spoofing Star Wars again. It's us, you know. So they start they take off and yeah, they get caught. But they get caught by the guys that that uh, that they beat up, and he goes, mm-hmm. "Those are the guys that took our uniforms." And the other guys go, "The other guy goes and beat the shit out of us too."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they do this uh, daring escape scene, and I think there's a scene where they capture their stunt doubles. I think is that that is it at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, they,
1: they capture their stunt. Yeah, doubles. And again,
0: we we're talking about breaking the fourth wall. <laughs>
1: eh. It's their stunt
0: doubles. He goes, "You idiots, you captured their stunt doubles," and it's like. Even Princess Vespa's character is just a dude with like like dude, a, a like a Hitler mustache, and he's got he's he's smoking like a cigar, and none of them really look like, exception it of the, look like the actual yeah with the exception of the dot character, the robot. So it goes from there. They get the princess back, but oh, we forgot one of the vital scenes. I can't believe I forgot this. It was before they got the princess. They got the damn code for the air shield.
1: Oh god.
0: Before they got the princess, they got the code for the air shield. They called King Roland. They basically threatened to give Princess Vespa a nose job. And he's like, what do you mean? She got a nose job for her sweet 16 birthday. And they go, No, we're gonna you don't understand, it's much worse than that. We're, we're gonna, gonna give her her old, her old nose, and it's like this witch's fucking like and she screams and passes out. They act like they're gonna do it, and that's when he gives them the number. Well then the code the code. If, no, don't do it. I'll, I'll give you the number. And he goes one, and there and well, the others, the other ones everyone are.
1: Everyone else is. Re- they're
0: repeating it, things, like because they're writing it down, like two.
1: One, 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 two, two, two. Yeah,
0: three, four, five, five. and and and, and, and oh, one, two, three,
1: four, five. That's stupid. You know, an idiot could an idiot. That. that
0: sounds like something an idiot would put on his luggage. A little later, the uh, yeah. uh, President screw walks in and says, "You know, and asks him for the well,
1: we, what was the combination? One, we two, three, revive. four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Yes, that's amazing. I got the same thing on my luggage.
0: So funny. <laughs> and then like they get this look on their face. So they're like, <laughs> 'Sorry, we're we're bouncing around.' But it, it it's just there's so much so much good shit to this movie that like you got it. We got to mention it all. You gotta around. go. You yeah. gotta go back to it. They're basically at Druidia, right? They're, they're mm-hmm. they basically Druidia and." <laughs> Vespa I, I'm assuming Vespa tells Lone Star what's gonna happen. You know, they got yeah. their they got the air bubble open. How are they gonna get the damn the damn air out?
1: Well <laughs> you you brought up that transformers thing earlier. And this is where
0: that comes in. They the they ship, transform
1: it to the a ship giant made with
0: the vacuum. Yeah, what he said, a giant made with a vacuum. and they called it Mega Made Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis yeah, complete. Metamorphosis. Spaceball 1 is now doom 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 and there's a guy playing like these these drums. And <laughs> mega made. This <laughs> is like all fucking overdramatic. And then that and while it's transforming, Barf goes, "That's not just a spaceship." And his ear goes up. "That's a Transformer." And it's just how he did it. It's a Transformer.
1: It's a Transformer. Which
0: which again goes back to the whole Optimus Prime thing that um, mm. I'm, <laughs> and they're sitting there like, "How okay, we gotta, we gotta make a plan. We gotta, you know, as they're making, as they're talking to about each other, you know, to each other in the ship. It, we go into Mega Maid, and they're actually starting to suck the the air out. <laughs> and uh, all three of them, yeah, suck, suck. 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 It's so great. All the atmosphere is being sucked from the planet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's one part where King Roland's dying, and he's overacting. He's goodbye,
1: Vespa. Goodbye, Vespa.
0: Yeah, and he he just kind of passes out, probably from lack of oxygen. Probably, as in definitely Probably. from lack of oxygen. I,
1: I would, I would, I'd like to wager that he did. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure. I'm not big I'm, on science.
0: I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not a doctor or anything, but, uh, yeah, yeah. things that Yo- Yogurt gave him, what gave Lone Star was the ring. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he's like, you can use your sports training. So he uses the sports training to turn this giant on button to reverse. Dude, all, all of a sudden, in, in the, the ship, they're like, all the
1: trees go Y'all, back, everything's coming and,
0: back, and, and and in the ship, they're like, "What the fuck? What happened? What's going on?" All right, it's Mega Maid, sir. She's gone from suck to blow. Oh my god. Oh my, yeah, it's so hilarious. Versus Mega Maid, and they go through its ear to get inside it because they want itself. To, they want to destroy it because you mm-hmm. know if they just turn it off, they can do it again. So they go in, and this is where my second Star Trek reference comes in. They find where the the room is for the for the self destruct button, which of course every ship has a self destruct button. Oh yeah. You know you gotta have one of those. So he's uh he's going through and he finds one of the guards and he does this neck pinch, and he's in the guy. Like, the-
1: it's like oh no, it's a little bit lower than that. Well the guard. Oh,
0: okay. Well the guard goes, what the hell do you think you're doing? He says uh the Vulcan neck pinch. He says no, you gotta go a little lower, like right there. And he does it, he's, like, and he's like okay yeah that's right so so he gets he gets everything down like he's gonna get ready to push the button in comes the dark helmet and it, it, it there's that that scene where he's like before we, before you die I must tell you
1: if I remember correctly it's like I'm your father's brothers nephews cousins former roommate
0: so. yeah something like that I can't remember it's absolutely it nothing
1: which is what you're about to be
0: they have they do this thing where like the lightsabers are the rings. And they got him like on their dicks. They literally do that. And, and Dark Dark Helmet looks at him. and says, yogurt has taught you well. I can see your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> Dark Helmet basically cons him into shaking his hand. Like oh, I tell you what, I, I don't like to do a fair fight, but if I must, I must put her there. And he takes the ring from Lone Star, and then he starts mocking him in that fucking accent. He starts mocking him. I, what's with you, man? And he's just going on. And he, he's like, like he's gonna That's give the
1: it. Oldest freak in the oldest
0: freaking. Yeah. And he's like, gonna give it back to him, and he throws it down a vent. And he's like, "Ah, you're a fucking idiot, just talking shit." And Lone Star thinks that like he can't do anything, and all of a sudden you hear Yogurt's voice. You know, use the Schwartz. And he's like, "I don't. I lost the ring. He's like, the Schwartz was in you. The ring is bumpkiss. I got that out of a cracker jack box." He used, the, he used the Schwartz to get the, the shaving mirror. And and the whole time, Dark, uh, Dark Helmet's getting ready to shoot him in the dick with a laser uh-huh. ray.
1: Right.
0: So he uses the 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 mirror to reflect the ray and i don't know if it shot hit i don't know if it shot dark helmet in the dick or not i can't remember i, I
1: don't recall if it does it or his not. head
0: hit the the self-destruct button so it goes from that to them getting out of there they're they're getting ready to leave the ship because it, you know they got so many minutes to leave before explosion i think it was like a minute 45 i think that That's they had right. uh to get out of there and there, there's this there's this <laughs> again there's this iconic scene where everyone abandoned ship the the president Dark Helmet and, uh, Colonel, and Sanders Colonel Sanders are trying Which to I find. Got,
1: I got a fun tidbit about Colonel Sanders. Um, oh, okay. So early on, yeah, we're jumping back again. Before they do ludicrous speed, uh, Dark Helmet looks up to the, try tries to square up to Colonel Sanders. What are you, Colonel Sanders? Chicken?
0: Yep. Yeah, he's like, prepare a ship for ludicrous <laughs> speed. For ludicrous speed. He's like, that <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a worthwhile mention. It was good. But, uh, so they're trying, at this point, they're trying, yeah. they're trying to find an escape pod, and everyone, like, is getting an escape pod, but those three. They, they're getting, and it's funny, because, like, one of the guys is a pizza guy, and he gets in, and he's like, fuck you, he flips, flips one of them off. So finally...
1: Uh, if I remember, correctly, cracks, like, a bear from the circus. Yeah, there's,
0: and... one of the ones that cracks me up is the bearded lady. And, oh, yeah. And <clears throat> the bearded lady, she goes, he, uh, I think it was, I think it was, a uh, Helmet that came up to her, he says, who the hell are you? He says, I'm the bearded lady. What are you? One of the freaks and bumps them off with her boobs and gets in and takes off. So yeah. it blows up. It blows up. They get uh, the heroes get out on time, <laughs> and then they go to Planet Druidia. But before that, we'll, we'll, I don't know if we're we'll skipping ahead or, or whatever. But before that, there's the scene where uh, you see the head of the ship and the arm of the ship holding like what's what's part of the the vacuum floating through space, and it mm-hmm. lands on a planet. And this is so fucking great. The way that I I gotta give Mo Brooks a fucking clop on that one. He he, the way they do this is it. And if you if you didn't know better, the head of that that thing looks like the Statue of Liberty.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And if you and if you guys don't know, know, you're about to (laughs) wrap. Yeah, and you guys don't know where I'm going with this. You watch the movie. The uh, all of a sudden you see two riders on on horses come up to it. They're apes, like Planet of the Apes, and they're looking through these binoculars. And they go. What is that? And one of them goes, "Spaceballs." And then the other one goes, "Oh shit! There goes the planet."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it goes to Lone Star to the diner, <clears throat> and uh, this is one of your one of the scenes where you were talking about earlier uh, that we said we'd get to. So yeah. they go there and they're they're ordering from this gal. You can hear this. These guys telling the story, and one of those guys is that. <clears throat> that actor from Alien What would you say his name was? John Hurt And he um, More or less they, they start talking And one of them ordered I think the fish And the other one Ordered the special Okay John Hurt's character Starts like like Freaking out Like he did in the movie You know uh, And he's like Coughing shit up And food's coming out of his mouth And he gets on And you see his chest going And it cuts to Cuts to the two heroes And they go What did he order? What did he order? And she's like "She, had, He had the special I'm changing my order To the fish Or the soup It was the soup I'm changing my yeah. order to the soup. And like and then like Lister's like, yeah, oh, that's a good call. And it goes back to John Hurt, who's like, his oh, chest no, is like not again. He goes, Oh no, not again. And his chest is like pfft, pfft. It, it, the, the fucking chest comes out. And then all of a sudden this it music
1: gets up and dances. It's right oh, out no. of the
0: fucking Looney Tunes. Right out of the Looney Tunes. He puts this oh, like Hat on, and I can't. Oh, and he starts singing, "Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my right time gal." And he's and he's like dancing right past the fucking, the fucking heroes, and they're looking like that look on their face. Do you remember the look on their face? I probably would have reacted the same way. And they just uh, the, he kicks the door open. The alien does, and yeah, then and it goes out. And then they and then they get to stand up and go, "Check, please. <laughs> Done. Never eating there again. <laughs> Fuck that." <laughs> Another great reference, Mel Brooks. You were a fucking genius, you know. <laughs> <sighs> so they're in the ship, and and Barf's pissed off because he didn't get to eat, and they could have stayed for the wedding. Volstar goes, you know what? This I got this this fortune cookie from yogurt, and he opens it, and out of nowhere, just crazy magic shit yeah, a comes up—a hologram of yogurt—and they're talking. He goes, I know, I know, I I read, I can, I can tell you what your your thing said. It's a royal. Yeah, it's a royal birth certificate. You're a prince. You're a certified prince. And what cracks me up is when he says that, like, Lone Star goes, I'm a prince. And he, he's like, he's acting like almost, oh, I am almost want to say like, like, um, like he's Rocky. I'm a prince. Yeah. yeah, we find out he's a prince. So they're going to go getting ready to basically crash the wedding, more or less, right?
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, so I'll let you tell this part.
1: Dad, or King Roland, Vespa, and Valium are all talking through it and it's it's back and forth between them and the minister can you shut up for yeah. one minute so I can finish he's, it? he's
0: trying to get them married and she goes she goes i don't know if i love him he's all like, this is not about love this is a wedding
1: yeah exactly <laughs> um so so they they you all three of say i'm sorry i'm sorry don't be, don't be sorry. sorry be quiet yeah don't be
0: sorry. sorry be quiet and i'll know, of course in the true true normal fashion back in that day gonna hear me say it a lot but I object. here comes, yeah, here comes Lone Star kicking the door open with some, like, some, like, princely clothing that he got out yeah, of fucking where nowhere. Did he get that from? Well, even Barf was dressed like, and he had medals and shit on his yeah. chest. Like, I, I, at this point, I'm like, did did you guys just have, like, that stashed? Was it, like, did you, did you think maybe one day I might be a prince, so I'm just going to wear this? Did they stop and buy it on the way? Like, what happened? And basically, he proposes to her on the spot. And she she looks at Valiant or Valium, and she's like, I gotta think about it. And then she pushes him aside. Yes. So they get married, and that's pretty much it. Like the last part of it, some flying off into space, and it says, May the Schwartz be with you, and, and some magic shit. And then we've seen the movie. What would you say? like? How much nostalgia do you have? Like, what is, what's your rating for this? Out of one out of ten.
1: Uh, one out of ten nerd bunners. I'd say definitely ten. Yeah, you know what? It was one of my first...
0: uh, You said you watched it before Star Wars.
1: I watched it before I watched Star Wars. Wow. Wow.
0: (laughs) That's cool, though. Um, You
1: being a young bug, yeah, looking back on, I I watched it over a hundred times, I it.
0: I can't give it a ten. I can't. I love it. I do. I love this movie. (laughs) Almost like, I guess I grew up. Like, I'm like, there's so many dick-ass and head and sex jokes and... Well, what do you
1: expect for being I know a
0: but I, and that's what I loved it I'd, I'd give it I'd, a nine a nine that's just me being nitpicky but it's still yeah. there um and we were talking earlier today we we're like because I I keep hearing, like, for years, I've been like, "Oh, there's gonna be a Spaceball sequel." Someone says that. Yeah, now, now with Disney owning. Star and that's what we were Wars. saying. Now that Disney owns Star Wars, I doubt they're gonna let go of anyone f- spoof their franchise. Well,
1: you know what, Disney? You might be a family friendly company, but you seriously are. In... I'm not gonna say anything because <laughs> it probably they'll send be... out.
0: They'll send out. They'll send out their Donald Duck ninjas and shit. Or where are they anyway. gonna do me? yuck me up? They're gonna yuck you up? Yeah, I like that. I wish I said I wish I said goofy ninjas now because
1: (laughs) you're gonna yuck yuck, yuck me up
0: you fucked up now motherfucker (laughs) 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 uh,
1: any other special podcasts coming up in the future or any special you know nerds new sexy videos on youtube for the next few
0: months other than you know the, the playthrough of of uh way out i don't think we got too much going on just i I love that (laughs) we might come up with something i've got a few plans stay nerdy uh
1: stay sexy
0: always